Hey guys, welcome to Ignite Coffee Breaks. I'm Jeriel, your host for this new episode. So today I have the pleasure of hosting my very own friend, brother from another mother, Mama Rose will love you, Globetrotter and fellow YWAMers, you guessed it, we welcome Matthew today. Yay. Hi. <laughs> What's up? So today we want to just have uh, a different type of episode. We want to be chill and, and have this discussion about what is life like with God and what it could look like. Um, so it will be a quite personal episode as we will dive into our key moments uh, in our walk with the Lord. And so I guess that the basic question, the first question is like, when and how did you meet Jesus? And how, or, or I guess like another, another way I, I like to ask this question is like, how did Jesus meet you? Wow, that's a, I love that question. It just, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like my answer is, has changed so many times in, in, in my life. But at, at some point I get to, to look back and pinpoint this is when actually God met me. Mm. And I believe that my story won't touch maybe everyone, but a lot will relate to it in a, in a particular way. And so my story of how I met God and how I knew about his existence, I want to say it's like, I want to say I, I've known him my whole life. Because I grew up in a, in a Christian home and uh, I had parents who prayed to God for, for finances and uh, mm. we would get financial breakthroughs. Wow. And, um, and so I never really doubted the existence of God. And I would join with a community that, that had similar values. And so for me, I, I always knew that God existed. Mm. But the, the, very, the thing that that makes my story very unique, I believe, was when I was in, this was 2019. Yeah. It was about um, summer 2019. And at, at this point, I grew up, I grew up in church. Um, the, the church community has become my culture. Mm. And at the time, it felt like this was just a cultural thing of believing in God. And if you don't, it's just, okay, I respect you. And, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But in summer 2019, this is one of the one of the moments where God was more real to me. Mm. So uh, what happened? So this in 2019, at this point, uh, I've heard stories of of people meeting God and, and speaking with Him face to face, and uh, and this was one of my moments that I had with Him. Mm. I was in my bedroom and I was reading a Christian book. And at one point, it felt like this still small voice in my head that just said, put your book down and go to the mirror. And uh, so I put the book down and I was in my bedroom and I, w- and, I, and I went to the mirror. And as I was looking in the mirror, um, I, was ha- I felt like I was having this conversation with God. It's, it felt kind of crazy. But again, it was just a still small voice in my head. Mm. And at this moment in my life, I was dealing with a lot of insecurities, anxiety, moments of depression. Um, and I was dealing with a lot of loneliness. Mm. And yet I was growing up in a Christian community. And at this point, I was in this point of my life where I was like, why, why do I hear so many good things about Christianity that, that God could save me from this? And yet still, I'm in, I'm in the midst of this. Mm. I'm living with this. But in this moment, I was, and so in this moment, I was, I was talking with God. And he, he, and I was like having this conversation with, with him. And he said, what do you see in the mirror? And so I described to him all my insecurities. Like I didn't like my nose. I didn't like my eyes. I didn't like my skin. And I was just, 
unraveling all those things to him, you know, just pouring out everything that I kind of hated about myself. And then he told me, how do you see me? And I was like, but God, you're, you're holy. You're most beautiful. There's no one like you. And I was just, you know, giving all this answer that I knew of the Bible and, and from different experiences of who he is and, uh, and stories of who he is. And I said, God, this is who you are. You're like the most beautiful, perfect being. Mm. Okay. Wow. And then, and then after this, he said, now I want you, Matthew, to look into my eyes. And in that moment, I had like this kind of picture where I looked through his eyes. And then he said, now the way, now as you look into my eyes, the way you described me, God said that, the way you described me is the way I see you. Wow. And in that moment, just this peace and love just broke in my heart. This is so good. I love you know, this. And, and like like this pure, pure and perfect being, you know, that I, that I just described. He saw me that way. Mm. And he told me this was because of the blood of what Jesus did on the cross mm-hmm. for me. And that's where the, the cross made more sense for me. The death of Jesus Christ made more sense to me. And so this is one of my encounters with him. Well, all my insecurities, my, my anxiety, my depression just faded away in that moment. Wow. You know, at that point, I was doing a lot of workout, paying, paying so much attention to my food. It became so unhealthy. Mm. You know, I couldn't enjoy like eating a small candy or small chocolate because I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be fat. You mm. know, that's what, that was my mentality. But, it, but today, <laughs> today, I gained a little bit more weight. And I feel, I feel completely fine. Mm. And I feel, I feel so much joy. And I'm like, wow. And, I, and there's, mom, there's small moments where I just look back as I'm holding my, my fat. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, God, you, you still love me in the same way. Oh my. And for, me, and for you, you, are, you call me perfect and good and I'm made in your image. And whether I'm slim or fit or fat, mm. That will never change that. Wow. And the way you love me will never change. And so that's, that's one of my encounters with him. Wow. That made God more, even more real to me personally. Wow, I love this. I love what you shared. And there are so many directions we could go from there. Um, but I guess like, yeah, for you, you were in this place of loneliness, in this place of self-hatred and all of that. And one encounter with him changed everything oh yeah we will get to the part where like what happened after that and how did it shift your your life and your everyday but um i'm thinking about people who are maybe listening and you know sometimes it's just like whoa look at matthew who had that encounter with the lord and and uh it could he can hear the voice of the lord and stuff like that like um what would you say to, to, to somebody who, who struggles like that and who is like, maybe like, uh, I don't hear the Lord? Because I guess for you to hear God, was it the first time you were hearing him speak to you in that way, like clearly? Or did you grow in hearing the Lord uh, before that? Yeah. Like, you know, like, what would you say to somebody who's like, yeah, but it was Matthew and he hears the Lord, you know? Well, for me, it was, it was definitely a journey of learning how to hear God's voice. Um, this particular moment was, was a moment where God, where I felt God spoke directly to me. Mm. But in, the pa- in, in my journey, 
I was I was trying to learn what how to hear God's voice in kind of mundane life mm. or like God what do you think of of this or this is happening right now what do you think of this person and uh we and we have the in, in scripture there's talking about about prophecy which is you know sharing what God is saying in the moment mm. and so there would be moments in my journey that would try to practice that try uh, to prophesy and so to hear God's voice and say what he wants to say to the person mm. and so I would and one thing that one of my leaders uh, always encouraged me that his voice or like one he would say that um it would come like a s- small whisper in your ears and I th- mm. and I think that's also biblical and two everything that you would hear should be aligned with his heart through scriptures through the mm. bible and so if there's a voice that doesn't look like it's him it's maybe it's maybe not him mm. you know who am I to say but if you find the values and 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 yeah the values that it's in scriptures that's based on love on encouraging and and all that i believe that it it you're starting to hear the voice of god mm. so i guess it's, it start with the raw bible raw read bible. your bible like god yes. is going to speak to you through that yeah this is the the, the basic that it gave us basically um so yeah that's a gr- great uh insight i was also even thinking about uh my own my own story because like you had that yeah. massive encounter and we will come back later to what happened after that and and how it shifted the traje- trajectory of your life but i guess i'm thinking about my journey and um in my own experience i met the lord in in um in hungary wow um in that it was like a student camp Okay. European camp and all those people from all over the world came and you know I was like oh my god like how is it that all those people from different bar- background you know like a fun fun fact is that there was this girl she looked like Barbie to me <laughs> 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 to be honest she looked like Barbie and I was like was she like all pink like yeah she was wearing pink literally and <laughs> she was blonde <laughs> She looked like Barbie, Barbie, and I love Barbie. I, I played with Barbie all of my life. I'm not joking. But I was seeing her and I was like, oh, she doesn't look like the normal Christian to me. You know, like <laughs> she doesn't look from, like to what I've I've seen so far. And so seeing all those people from the hippie to the to the high social like class people or I don't know, you know, gathering together around the name of Jesus. Nothing crazy happened yeah. at that at that camp. You know, it was like really nice, really chill. Wasn't like super charismatic, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I came back from there. Um, it was the, the the summer twenty two thousand and ten, and I came okay. back from there, and I was like, whoa! Reflecting back on that camp, I was like, it's impossible that all those people from different backgrounds gather around the name of Jesus, claim to have this like this experience with God, this encounter with the Lord, and that all of this is fake, you know? Mm. And so reflecting on that, I was like, oh, if Jesus is real, I actually want to follow him. Yeah. And um, I, I share that because I think like sometimes, yes, it can be this really like massive encounter with hearing the voice of the Lord, uh, but sometimes it's just like revelation. Mm. And it's like there is a click in your mind and it's just like, whoa. God is real. And it's a miracle. Like both are miracles. Yeah. Like it's not one way or the other. Um, but yeah, it it's amazing to see like yeah. how God encounters each one of us in a very uh, meaningful and specific way. And 
um, the supernatural doesn't have to look extraordinary, yeah. per se, you know? Like, I mean, Jesus came as a baby. Yeah. That's supernatural. That's supernatural. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like another woman having a child, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, jumping back to your story, um, so you said, like, you had this massive encounter with the Lord. It speaks to you, like, it, it just freed you from all those self-hatred, loneliness, and all of that. Then what? What happened? How does that impact you? impact your life journey yeah well so just to continue in that moment so he he marked me with this truth and there's this whole peace and and lightness you know that i started to live in and and i started to walk in in, in this identity that mm -hmm. god called me and so ever since i tried to pursue that and and kept everything that he said to me like i like i have like i have that every day You know, and so how is it today? And I kind of shared it already earlier, you know. Today I've gained a little bit of weight. Okay, okay, a lot of weight. <laughs> You're not fat, bro. It's fine. <laughs> okay, I have I have a little bit of, of, of fat in my in, in me. And uh and if I would go back in time and I would look at this moment, I would probably judge myself and and be very, very harsh on myself. Mm -hmm. But today I look myself in the mirror and I'm like Wow, I have a big gut, and God loves me, and mm -hmm. I and there's, and, there's, and I still walk with so much joy, with so much lightness, and mm. and and I just feel so loved, even though it's not from people that I may see, but the one thing that matters is that I I always I always remember that there's God that loves me, mm. and I always have this every day, and so I, I I believe that's one of the things that changed my life ever since is learning that He loves me for who I am. He mm. loves me for how I look, no matter how I look. Yeah. And He loves me just as I am. Mm. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to, to change my weight. I don't have to look a certain way. I don't need to look like my pastor mm. or, or like my charismatic friends, to, yeah, you know, to, yeah. to, to be loved or to be important to Him mm. or to be important in general because my value is found in what He said on His word alone, on my Creator. Mm. And having that truth echoes in my everyday life mm. just makes me walk in freedom and i truly I, i love i love those key moments with the lord because as you said it makes you feel seen by god it makes you feel important yeah. by the lord and actually that's all we need i think like everyone is just actually looking for love through all the things people are running after materialism yeah. or money or, you know, alcohol, whatever food. Even yeah. Sometimes. Food. Yeah. That's true. Right. Um, through all of those stuff, people are just trying, I think, I believe to be seen and to be loved and to, to, to find meaning, uh, in their life through this, but encountering God and having those key moments with the Lord, um, help you find this in yeah. him. And I think it, it always meant Uh, for us to find that in him, mm -hmm. to, to be satisfied in, by him, but also to, to find this meaning and this important uh, in him, to, to, to actually know that God sees you, it wrecks you. you when, when he encounters you and when, when you really realize that you are seen and loved by God, and for me it was, it was true also in my journey with the Lord, when that happens to you, it wrecks you and you just want more totally. and more and more. And um, so I guess for you, 
what were the other key moments um, or the ones that you're just like, oh yeah, that was also like a meaningful time with the Lord after this encounter with him? Okay, so other encounters with the Lord. Like it doesn't have to be like encounters in the sense of oh, God spoke to you and, you know, yeah, like yeah, as, yeah. as we intended. But um, I mean, like what, what are the other like crossroads in your life? I'm also like, even thinking f- uh, about YWAM, you know, like what was the process uh, for you to, to go from normal life? I think you did, you studied marketing and then mm-hmm. you did CTS, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. And then like what what is the journey of, being at some point like, okay, uh, I'm going to leave my country and do all those stuff and, you know, okay. go fishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, that that's an interesting story. And then again, that's also a, a journey um, to not make, to not give all the details. Um, so when I was, when I was young um, with, with my old church, uh, we would join this, this youth camp and, uh, they would encourage us to go evangelize and to speak about Jesus and speak about his love. And I used to be this super, super shy kid mm. who could barely speak to anyone. And I would always hide behind my partner. Like uh, saying hi would like <laughs> cost me everything. Um, That's a cost. <laughs> you know, That's and you know, I was just like, it. <laughs> hi, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, and for me, that was, that was my very first experience in in evangelism and, and eventually by doing it more and, and, and seeing the true purpose of it um, just gave me more courage and strength mm. to, to speak. And so at some point I got, I got, I started to love evangelizing. I started to love seeing people encountering God, encountering truth. And, and, and I told myself, I kind of, I kind of want to do this my whole life, mm. you know, and fast forward, I graduated from high school and I know that this is something I wanted to do the rest of my life. And, um, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how I can, how I could be in full-time ministry and how I could, I could shepherd and, you know, help more people, shepherd more people to, to do more of these things and, in preaching the, the gospel and, and finding God and, and all that. And, uh, but I didn't know how I knew about certain ministry schools, but, um, nothing was, like highlighted to me directly mm. and so i started i started marketing and and so this was this was 2018 to 2019 i was doing marketing it was it was very interesting i could get it you know but there was no passion in me mm. as i was studying i was just going there just to do things and um and i'm just i'm just gonna say this um but i was doing this to 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 please my parents, mm, to honor okay. them. Yeah. And, and I'm just being very careful with this because I know the Bible says to honor your parents. But in, in this particular case for me, I was, I was honoring them, but I, was not, I felt like I was not honoring my God because mm. he was calling me in a different direction. And pursuing marketing, I would see that I would not give myself fully. And so I would you know, do another year and then it would, it would take like years and years of my life to to I feel like not go anywhere yeah, yeah or at yeah. least that's how it felt like but and, and so I knew I was not I was not doing at some point I started to realize I was maybe not doing the right thing and and one moment I was having this conversation with God and and he told me this he's like what are you doing and I was like well God I'm honoring my parents mm. and then he told me but are you honoring me and I just I was just hit by the fear of the Lord at that moment I was like okay 
this this is this is maybe I should change direction. Mm. And so I moved that and I know that what he put in my heart with evangelism and ministry was a direction of where he wanted me to be. And so I started to pursue that and taking small steps. And so at some point I I, I joined this this theology school here in, in Belgium. And uh, also in a parallel to this in this in this particular season, the Lord just refreshed my heart for Belgium. Mm. I kind of before that I wanted to leave Belgium. I wanted to go to a different nation and uh, and just kind of live this you know, this missionary life of just mm. preaching the gospel everywhere and and that's what I wanted to do and that's still what I wanted to do. But in that moment, I was hit with with Acts one eight, where where God said that He was going to pour out His Spirit over His people, and then they're going to testify Him in Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Mm. And for me, how in that moment, it, it, how it spoke to me was, what about your Jerusalem, Matthew? What about mm. your Samaria? What about your Judea? And so it felt like, what about what about your Belgium? What about mm. France? What about the you know the places that's near to you? What about reaching those places first? And so I was like, okay, um, this is what I'm this is what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna pursue you and. In, in 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 Belgium, and so the the theology the theological school seemed to be a, a great idea, mm-hmm. and there was open doors, and I went through it, and then in this and then the next season, COVID hit, mm-hmm. and um, and I remember, um, so COVID hit, and uh, and me and my friends we were doing this online course, and uh, it was it was it was an was online it in course. Waterloo? Yeah, we were in Waterloo. Oh, okay, I remember. <laughs> we were we were doing this call this course with Dunamis, the Dunamis Ministry, and they did this thing called Greenhouse, which is supposed to be like a camp, uh, um, on by with you know that you go there in in Rotterdam, but because of COVID, it got canceled, and so everything went online, mm. and so in this particular season, we could only meet by seven or ten. I don't remember exactly, and so we would meet in a friend's house. And just and just do the school online, and I remember after coming out of that, uh, there's the ministry of YWAM that I've barely heard of. I just know that Jeriel, you you you've hey. done it you've done it before, but it, at at this I point, evangelized you. I never <laughs> <laughs> to YWAM. <laughs> at this point, I I never really considered this school very much, but but YWAM just kept on you know, coming in me. And so I looked a little bit deeper into it. And one of the, the things that, long story short, one of the one of the places that 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 I kind of felt like going to to do this school would be in, in YWAM Kona, which mm. is in, in Hawaii. And so I felt like that's what it was, you know, some leading of the Holy Spirit. But, and so I'm, after that, when I, when I pointed that, I was like, wait, but you, you come here to Belgium, but you're, there's this thing stirring up. So where where do I go? What do I do? Should I should I continue? Maybe do this later. And so I was I was trying to figure out to do the theological school or go to this ministry school with Why Women Kona. Uh, fast forward, where this is like August 2020. Uh, I remember it was a Sunday, and then uh, after the church service, me and some friends went to Ghent beautiful a beautiful city in Belgium and uh we just we were just there fellowshipping 
And this was literally out of nowhere. I remember I was just walking down the street and I looked at this particular car. It was orange, but it was not like a Ferrari or something mm. super fancy or super crazy. It was just a normal car. And for some reason, I was just looking at it. And and the car just passed by and then it turned and I saw the back and there it said Kona. <laughs> so funny. And at this point, I've never Lord seen the Kona model or any of yeah, that car. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never seen it again. And, and I saw just so I just saw that model two years afterwards. Mm. But at this point, I've never seen the model. The only time I've heard of Kona was for the school, the Bible school. Mm. And then I saw that. And for me, I was like, okay. God, this is this is you speaking to me. Mm, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. As much you know, my heart for Belgium, you know that I want to I want to be equipped mm. for for ministry, um, but but I guess you're 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 bringing me into this into the other side of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was a huge step of faith for me because it, it was it was crazy. <laughs> one one I was you know I already transitioned school once. And then here it felt like another transition, you know, from from CTS yeah. to um, to uh, to YWAM. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to another transition. And the worst part in my in my fleshly thinking, I was like, I'm going to the other side of the world during COVID. Mm. You know, I'll be by myself. I'm going to be separated from my family and friends mm. for a longer period that I've ever been. And this is this is crazy yeah this was like this was not be, that would never be my idea mm. you know this is this felt uncomfortable it felt it felt just it felt like the opposite of what i i think my life would gonna go but i knew i knew that the lord spoke in that moment and saying go to kona yeah and so i just needed to make a few preparations uh i shared with my parents we had some disagreements but in the end god touched their heart Mm. And said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna be with you in this." Yeah. And so I blessed my parents for for always being there for me. And so we we prepared um, to get there because there was like a lot of paperwork, vaccination because it's in the U.S. And because of also COVID time, uh, doing all these appointments was like super hard and difficult to do. But God just opened every single door, mm. and it was and it. It's like I was walking through, you know, a straight yeah. line, an open door. And then another another particular moment in this in this journey. Right before I left, I remember. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm gonna talk about. So in oh, this time where this is COVID, I prepared everything. I bought the flight tickets. I'm in the school. The only thing you need, because it's COVID time, you need a COVID test three days before. To get into the plane and go to you know the other country, and uh, what happened to me? So when I took my COVID test, the most unexpected thing, I saw that I was positive. Oh uh, yeah, right. I remember this was the first time you were going. Yeah, this is the first yeah, time yeah, yeah. I went, and I was in a in a moment of of doubt and frustration. And I'm like, mm. but God, you opened all those doors. Why are you closing it right now? And. Uh, the next 24 hours was just me crying <laughs> and, and, and also praying and asking guidance with friends and, and my mentor. And, uh, and I, remember, I, I remember it was night and I made this vow in front of the Lord and I was like, God, 
you know, I know you opened the, in this door, but I'm, you know what? I'm just going to trust you if you even close this door. And, and it felt like this moment, like Abraham just put Isaac on the altar, you know? And I was like, Lord, I, I would, it's okay if I, if I even sacrifice all the preparation, this school, this ministry, this lovely ministry that I'm about to do. I'm ready. I'm ready to say that you are still worthy mm. and that I would still love you and I will still pursue you even though you shut this door. Wow. And I remember making that and it was, and it was a hard prayer. Mm. I was like, I, Lord, I would still worship you even though you closed this door, even though I took this step of faith and probably it didn't, it didn't work out. And, and if it doesn't work out, you are still worth it. Mm. And so I, 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 did, I, I said that in front of the Lord. And, and, and then a few, a few minutes later, it was, it was like around 11 p.m. Saturday, and I was supposed to leave Sunday, so the next day. And I received, oh, okay. And so I took the, I took the, the, the COVID test on Friday, which said positive. But then I went to another place on Saturday in the morning to to make sure. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So you redo so the test. I, I redo a test. And to what make was sure. the result? And so in this moment, I received the email and said that it was negative. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and I just bursted in tears. And my yeah, mom yeah. was praying with me. And we 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 just started to worship God wow. and sing God wow. So that was like quite a journey of of trusting God speaking to you again, like you built that journey of, mm -hmm. of hearing from the Lord and, and recognizing his voice. So you saying yes to the, the voice of God and what is like the command he gave yeah. you to go to, to Kona. And then you trusting yeah. in him, even when those doors were like, even when it looked like yeah. it wasn't going to work, yeah. you, you continue to trust him. Um, and, and that's very beautiful. And I think, I think that's key because I was I was going and maybe you can you can give more insight on that. But I was going to to ask you the question like, how can someone who listened to us today can build yeah. a story with God, an adventure with God? Like, how do you do that practically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I just want to say this straight on. You don't need to go to Bible school first or a ministry school first to learn how to listen to God's voice. I just want to be very clear to that. As you've heard my stories, um, I, I've started to learn to hear God's voice. And I didn't even do YWAM yet. You know, I didn't even do the, the theology school yet. And I, could, I would already start to learn how to, get, to hear God's voice. And so how, how, how are the practicals, if I may say, how to, to listen to God's voice? It, it, you, and you probably already heard this a lot of times, a lot, a lot of times. One would be opening up scriptures. Like we said in the beginning, learning his heart, learning who he is. That's how we can start learning how to recognize the still more still small whisper that we may hear sometimes. And you actually start to understand that that is actually the Holy Spirit. Um, and another, another, another tool that I want to, I want to give is, is be surrounded with a community that pursues the same thing. You know, people that 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 hears yeah. God's voice, that pursue that, you know, that pursue that also are rooted in in scripture. And as you are in that community that where you're building each other up, you're like, because I remember there was moments where I, I went to my friend Lionel and I was like, man, I don't know if I really heard from God. And and then we started praying and and he he saw just pictures and vision that that is the direction, mm. you know, and and so 
taking encouragement and 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 just listening with some friends and taking their advice you 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 walk through you walk by faith and then you see the open door and mm. and that actually encourages you you're like wow i'm actually this is actually it you know yeah, yeah. and in the moment you're like okay i can hear god's voice and my friend can hear god's voice mm. and and that builds you up you know and then you're like okay i can hear god yeah. i can hear god clearly and so those are those are i believe small but tools. and it's like it's like also like walking learning to walk for a baby like there will be time you will be like okay i believe it's the lord and you go for it and it will be an epic fail but yeah. it's okay yeah 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 <laughs> i mean it's okay to fail uh, because um then you stand on your feet again and then you fail again and then you stand on your feet again and then at some point down the road there will be like the victory of being like oh, that was the lord yeah, and yeah. love god uh, god loves to to see us grow in that he yes. loves the process i hate that word to be honest but <laughs> no but that's true but god loves processes yeah. and he loves to walk us through all those processes so um yeah i want to say that even if it's a it's a mom raising her kids or a person in the business world or it would be like someone who is waiting for for a job or a student or whatever whoever you are like just start by as you said like be with god i think yeah. Building history with God and, and life with God is start with God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> It doesn't yeah, yeah. start with us at the end of the day, right? No, that's like, that, that's true. Yeah. It, and just to go on what you what you were saying, again, you just you just again build your lifestyle of God, hearing God's voice, and and it applies not just to just go in ministry school or have have yeah, so yeah, much yeah, direction, because I I'm in a season where that ministry school ended, and so I'm in this I was in this place again. I got Okay, God, what, what now? Mm. And and I and I heard that now you should now just stay in Belgium. Mm. And so and so with that there was many doors and many things that I felt like doing and and I was like, okay, God, what about one of one of the doors like was a job, mm. you know, because I wanted to move to Brussels because I live outside Brussels. I wanted to move to Brussels and pay an apartment so that would you know cost money. And I was like, what? I was I was praying to God for a job, and um, and I would and I would hear you know. Now be here, and I now open the door. And literally, this was this was with no striving from my own. With you know, I just asked some friends if they had some job opportunities, and it just showed up in my door, and it was just mm -hmm. open, wide open. It's so funny, like God at some point is like, go away from Belgium, go to mission. You do all those stuff, like amazing, crazy stuff. You know, mm -hmm. like serving people. Just love mission is loving people. Like, yeah, wherever you go and. So you do all those stuff, but you're you're in the presence of the Lord in this amazing place that Kona, Waiwem Kona is, and then um, and then God brings you back to your first context, yeah. Nation. And then it's like, now you're going to work, <laughs> 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 and you're like, uh, what is it, the Lord? You know, but I what I love about you is that um, yeah, even if even if it it looks different, uh, like the setting is different your heart with God and your relationship with God doesn't change. Mm -hmm. um, could you shortly share what it looks like for you today in Belgium, like working at Dunkin' Donuts? Mm -hmm. Say which one? <laughs> it's in, it's in docs. <laughs> yeah. Go to docs. <laughs> but I mean, like, what, what does it look like for you today to, to, uh, to experience God and, and live adventure with God? Okay. In, in a nutshell, um, 
And I, I always, I, I always need to align in scriptures. One of the things I see in Jesus' lives is that he always, he always takes a, a, a time aside. And so what I do, and I see a lot of my mentors, my friends do it. And so I do it too. And I want to encourage everyone who hears me to do it too. And I, you could do it in the morning or in the evening, but I would prefer the morning so that you start, start your day with God. Start your day in scripture, start your day in praying, praying, praying the word of God. That's a thing that helped me a lot. And I want to say, I want to say, I want to say this big encouragement because sometimes we feel like we're reading and we're praying, but what God is not hearing. This is in Matthew 6. He says, go, go into the secret place and shut the door behind you for your father is there waiting for you. And so there's that truth that pierced in my heart. And I was like, Every time I go into my secret place, into wherever, wherever your secret place is, your bedroom, your living room, God is there waiting for you. And so you can actually be there and, and speak with him. And, so, and, and that starts an ongoing conversation that, that lasts through the day. Like, God, okay, what do you think of doing this right now? And then when I start leaving the house, I'm like, God, what a beautiful day. And then when I'm in work, God, you're, you know, what, what, there's things that he will say in the morning that you will flow through the day. And so I mean, you just meditate on it. I think my pastor always says that meditate on his on his word, yeah. and so I would, I would try to meditate what he was spoken to, what he was speaking was speaking to me. One of the things that he was speaking to me this week was simply his his worthiness. I was meditating on Revelation four and five, and 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 the response of the angels, he is holy, and a lot of what the elders in heaven were saying that he is worthy, mm-hmm. he's worthy of honor, he's worthy of this, and 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 I just try to I was trying to meditate on that and. And then out of, even through my workplace, because there's sometimes there's, I have no clients and I would wor- worship out of me would just break out and be like, God, you are worthy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I really, that's one of the, and I just experienced God in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and in those moments, because I'm so connected with God, I just bring so much joy, there's so much love. And, and even through serving, and there's not a lot of times where I can speak to, to Jesus with people because they just come and go. And sometimes when they're there, it just just start a small conversation and it just flows easily you know and speaking about God is is easy and sometimes it's not just that sometimes just loving people through the small services with smile and that that actually changes wherever you are your work field if you're still going to school you know it it changes everything yeah so I guess like to summarize a little bit um what I hear from this discussion is like you don't need to be the the most bold person ever or no. you don't need to per se quit everything except if the lord asks you to definitely yeah, you don't need to quit everything or and leave your nation to to experience yeah. life with god from what i hear from you is like really eat jesus eat the word yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah breakfast on him you know the, i believe that oh sorry i was just no, jumping i really believe the key to that whether it's living your nation or staying in it the key is obedience you know, because sometimes you want to, you want to leave the nation. You want to see, you want to, you know, you want to do the crazy thing that's written in scriptures. But if God is not telling you to do that, then you're actually being disobedient. And God doesn't want that. He wants your full obedience, whether you go, leave everything and you stay. I think both have the same weight, whether you go and stay, because the key in there is obedience. Wow. And in both of them, you need faith. Yeah. Oh, wow. Could go on and on, like, but I guess, like, I guess, really, the 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 sentence that we can remember is that if you want to to build the story of the Lord, if you want to have adventure with God, 
the key is obedience. Definitely okay. obedience. Say yes. <laughs> Say yes. Obey right away. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Matthew, for what you brought. Thank you for having me. It was fun. It was so good. Um, actually, to, to, to close this moment, I want to, to do something very different. Uh, I will ask you to either pray or if you have a word that you feel like the Lord is, is asking you to share for somebody who is listening, never know, um, just do it. Uh, and, and, and to really pray for people who want more of God, who are hungry, or even to pray for people to be more hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah of course. Hmm. As Father, I thank you for this moment. I thank you that you, you delight in the person that's listening to this. Thank you that this person that's listening, whether he, she, he or she is going through some difficult times, through loneliness, through depression, anxiety, insecurities. Mm-hmm. Thank you that through this podcast, you can, show, you can tell them that they are loved, that they are perfect, that they are beautiful, they are handsome, that there's nothing wrong with them, and that you're always there with them, wow. with this person listening. I thank you, God, that, that through this podcast, Lord, that you're going to reach through this person and that this person is, is not hopeless. You're not in a hopeless situation, mm-hmm. my friend. You're not in a hopeless situation. I thought I was, but I want to tell you that you are not. And, and, I want, and, and God, would you, would you break through this person, wherever he or she is listening, whether he's in the car, whether he's at work, whether he's just walking, whether he or she is in the living room, I pray for your love to pierce through him this person reality and lord i pray for faith to rise up into every single one that that is in here whether you stumble upon this and you're still doubting in god i want to pray for faith over you to step in and try to try god to try to test him to test his word to speak with other people and i want to pray for the christian that are listening to him also to step out in faith to step out in faith in their workplace to pray for the people that, that maybe they were scared to pray for, or even to, if they, they feel like they're called to ministry, like me, that they would, that Lord, you would fill them with faith and boldness to, to come out and trust you. And I pray for the key word that we said in the end, obedience. Yes. I pray for obedience over every single one of them, God, whether it's to go to a different nation, whether it's to stay, Lord. And Lord, that they would see hope in the end of the tunnel as they obey you. Thank you that that you, these people will be faithful to your word, faithful in diving into your word. Lord, I pray for hunger. I pray for hunger in the mundane moments. Lord, I thank you that that you, you give your spirit, not just to the pastors, not just to people that go to ministry school or or to the, to the selected ones, but you made it available for everyone. So my friend, I want to tell you that, that God has made his spirit available for you and you can have as much of him as you want. Fill, fill him up, God, right now. Fill this person up right now. Lord, I pray that you would fill them with hunger, that they would seek you day and night, that they would seek you even throughout the day, God, that they would meditate your word and chew on your word of your worthiness, of your holiness, of your face all throughout the day. Lord, I pray that you would show them that you are a good friend that's always there with them in the good times and also in the bad times, that your love never changes, that you love them the same way in the good times and the bad times. I pray for a refreshment if people are in the secret place and they have 
a, a hard, dry moment in seeking God. Lord, I pray that you would refresh them right now. Refresh them with hunger. Fresh, refresh them with, with the delight of the Father. Refresh them with the delight of the Father. Refresh them with a revelation of the cross of what you've done for them. Yeah, I pray for the fear of the Lord over all of us that are listening to this and remind ourselves that you are God. You are the creator of the universe. You are the one that we serve and we give glory. You are, you are a maker and we, we serve you. And we love you because you first love us. Lord, I thank you. Would you do this in Jesus' name? Amen. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Matthew. It was fun. It was fun. It was different. Uh, I really loved to discuss with you. Um, so, guys, yes, this was Ignite Coffee Breaks. Thank you for listening. And um, it was a different setting, a different flavor. But if you enjoyed it, give us some love, comment, or follow the podcast. And, of course, to stay tuned, follow us on Instagram at Ignite Church Brussels. And do not forget that all you need is...